What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast, episode 47. We're going to dedicate this episode to George Rush St. Pierre, who just recently retired from the USC and from mixed martial arts. Legend, a true legend in my mind. George fought the who's who of uh, UFC fighters. Rich is here. Richie Redzone is here. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? <laughs> Five catches, two touchdowns, and an interception, 56 no. yards in his no. high school debut. My high school debut. I told Rich that high school stats don't matter. High school stats don't matter. Only ma- thing that matters is if you had like a couple college stats. Well, it matters def- if all you played was high school. Nah, yeah. everybody played. Every- everybody's got those stats, though. No. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's got college stats. Not everybody has high school stats either. Yeah. Yeah. That, Come that, on, man. That's debatable. You dogging my first varsity start? No, no. Come it's on. a good start, bro. Definitely a good start. Frankie's here. Obviously, you heard him too. George Rush St. Pierre, man. He fought BJ Penn, Nick Diaz, Michael Bisbing, Johnny Hendricks, Matt Sarah, Matt Hughes, Carlos Condit, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on, man. 26 and 2, George St. Pierre was in his MMA um, career. 13 fights, a uh, 13 fight win streak he had 12 wins by decision nine title defenses george was ridiculous 122 takedowns attempted how many do you think he got out of 122 attempted i'm gonna say 122 <laughs> what 122 attempted takedowns how many did he land 94 90 frankie wins okay. ding 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 74% Takedown rate. George St. Pierre, fifty-three percent striking percentage. So he's gonna, but he's gonna bang you up, and he's gonna take you down and smash your face in. In my opinion, one of the best UFC fighter that I've ever seen right now. That may change, you know, with the guys who are fighting right now. But as of right now, he's the reason why I watched UFC, got into it. My first fight ever, I got on pay per view. George St. Pierre versus Nick Diaz. Got in the back room of the crib. Mabel, Mike Bannon was there. It was a it was a flock of crew over there, um, and it just it changed my life, man. It changed my life. I loved the way he fought. I loved his like heart. Really fought everybody, man. And so I want to wish George a uh, happy retirement. I hope he makes a comeback. I really do. I think he's gonna. Did you see how Khabib reached out to him? Yeah. Said let's let's do it in November wherever right. you want. Let's make it happen. This is his second retirement, so I think he's done. But I want to know what your reaction was the first time you heard that mammoth of a man that Mm -hmm. beats up individuals daily speak and sound like a French woman. Well, he is. What was your reaction? He is very unexpected, <laughs> very unexpected, but uh, but that's what he's got. You know, he's got he's got to work with what yeah, he's got, yeah, man. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But very unexpected. Yes. What's your opinion on Pete St. Pierre? Because you got a vast knowledge of MMA and you're a big fan. So I want to know what your thought is on him. He was the perfect fighter. Mm-hmm. I think he he kind of revolutionized how these new UFC fighters train. No one ever did anything like that. Before George St. Pierre, for the most part, people stuck to what they were good at, and that was it. Mm-hmm. George continued to evolve and became the first, I think, all-around UFC fighter. Pure mar- like mixed martial artist. Wasn't that good at wrestling. Trained with the Olympic wrestling team for a few years. Became one of the best uh, MMA wrestlers ever. Mm-hmm. You know, just really unorthodox kind of training. And he's the first one that put, like, millions of dollars into his training camp to try to get his body to be, like, this perfect weapon. So, And a lot of people followed that blueprint thereafter, you know. So he was definitely, like, a pioneer in the 
mixed martial arts game. Totally agree. And you said it's so good throughout the whole thing, especially with the training. One of the first guys to bring like people in, specialists in, Muay Thai specialists, karate specialists, wrestling specialists. No one was doing that. George was bringing everybody in, but he was on point. He was always prepared for any fight when he was in the octagon. I mean, he fought like legends and dudes who were super, super good, man. Like un unbelievable wars with people. 13 fight win streak, nine title defenses. Like, that's crazy, you know? Um, there's not many more guys who have that. Anderson Silva, Mighty Mouse, so those guys have it, but they're legends as well. But Pierre was just an all-around fighter. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, I watched a video on Instagram. It was, like, his top five fights ever. Uh -huh. And in those highlights, he had this crazy, like, jump punch yeah like, yeah yeah you know like what i'm Superman talking man punch yeah, yeah they it, it was yeah. so crazy and he connect like the fighters didn't know like like like, like if he was gonna shoot it was, yeah. like, it was like a weird type of punch like he went back but he punched forward oh, and yeah. he connected every time with it. i was like wow like that's 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 insane yeah man. he was definitely a wonderful fighter he was one of the fighters also that got me into ufc you uh -huh. know this is when you know gsp started coming up forrest griffin right was when i started watching yes, mma yes. you know and yes. uh but gsp Great, great, great. Legend in the game, man. Legend in the game. A lot of dudes tweeted about it. Tyron Woodley did a video about it. He needs to chill. He don't want to fight George St. Pierre. He's got, he's got something to say all the time, that guy, man. And I want to like him, and I keep going to like him, and then he says something silly, and I'm like, why you do that, Woodley? You think Woodley... <laughs> Would get would get would lose against GSP? Yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah, and if he they fought this in prime, the prime, each other in their prime, George would maul him. Oh yeah, in the prime, he'd but maul him now. Now it'd be a match, but he'd beat him. George would win. This kid I go to the gym with, big MMA follower. Yeah. He like he knows his stuff, and he actually was telling me today. He's like, you know, I I, I wanted wanted to see that Woodley fight because he thinks that Woodley could have could could have beat GSP. You know, oh, maybe he's, anybody he's younger, win, right? He's, he's good on the ground. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but wondering. George will take you down oh, and smash yeah. you. He'll jab your face off. You won't have a nose after the fight. He's fought way better competition than Woodley. And, I'm not, and Woodley's a great fighter, but George is the man. What do we got today on the agenda, Rich? Let's get right into George our tournament. It's been, it's been pretty interesting. It has. Um, our first matchup that was posted, and we, we obviously we let the fans vote, was uh, Larry Bird versus Ray Allen. Larry Bird won. It was 62% to 38. Larry right. the legend. This is the respect to chat one-on-one. -on -one. This is a one-on-one -on -one game. No other guys on the court. One-on-one -on -one one -on -one game between guys we picked out of a hat. Legends against current guys, against guys who are coming up. And we forgot a guy, a couple guys off the list. We apologize about that. Maybe we'll have a round two. Who knows? Is but this a title you're giving? What? Is this the title of what this thing is called? Because that's the longest title I've ever <laughs> no, heard. I, I, yeah, I just want people to know what's going on, man. I want people to be in tune. Yo, we got some new listeners. We do. Yeah. We, and, and we have a, like, people are actually really interacting with this. You know? Yeah, like, this is for I used real, to man. post things and we might get, like, I mean, I don't know how many it was, but it's not nearly as many yes. as we're getting now, which is good, yes. you know? Yes, yes. Shout and, out and, to... And this is kind of what we wanted. We wanted to get people we more want. involved. Yeah. And, and it's working, you know? Exactly. Which 100%. And shout out to Aaron and Mike D'Angelo, two people who are now, uh, you know, um, subscribed members. Who are, oh, oh, Mike Mike Chella, he wants to be on. 
Um, he's going to be on, man. He subscribed to us that day when I was there. He's like, yo, I can't believe you got a, a podcast with 46 episodes, bro. <laughs> and I don't know that. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I thought you were like joking around when I was first. Nah. I was like, nah, we're the real is, deal. This I can't, is the real. I can't believe it either sometimes. No. And that's the thing. People that are listening right now, if you want on, just hit us up. We have definitely, no problem man. with anyone getting we'll on. Out. And I definitely got to get Josh on. I'd love that one point get Mabel on. I guarantee he'd be hooked and he'd be on forever. <laughs> Lucci, a whole bunch of people that I want to definitely get on and um, really talk to. Big A would be great. I want to hear what Big A's got. I have to hear him on the mic. But um, thank you to everybody. Maybe we really greatly some appreciate this. Knowledge, A. Yeah, A works for the NHL now. Yeah, so yeah. he's up in that. But uh, that's what's up, man. All right, what we got, Rich? Sorry. Well, I'm going to go over the, the matches we had in the winter, but I'm not okay, going right. to give the percentage because there's going to be a question I want to ask you okay. two. Okay. So I gave you the first one. Larry Bird beat Ray Allen. The next matchup was D. Wade beat Magic Johnson. Can I get my opinion yeah, on the yeah. first matchup, Ray Allen versus Larry Bird? Yeah. I would have picked – you said who won that? Larry Bird. Right. I would have – I would, my vote, if I was on Instagram, I would, my vote would have been for Ray Allen. Ray in the prime, right? These guys are in their prime. Ray – off the dribble was very quick, and he could pull up and drill a jump shot on you. Larry isn't as athletic to stop somebody like that, so that's what I think would be the deciding factor. You know, Larry of course could shoot, but um, but his dribble wasn't great. Larry tries to put that ball on the floor, which you have to do in a one-on-one game. The ball you got to dribble. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're me. And you're just drilling jump shots all day. <laughs> yeah. I'm just playing, but oh. not really. I'm not really playing. But anyway, no, but seriously, if, if Larry doesn't, Larry's got to put the ball on the floor, Ray will steal it. This yeah. is my opinion. Frank, what'd you think about that first? Who'd you vote for, Frank? I got to think. I think I voted for Larry. Why? I just think that, I think that he has more of a size advantage. And uh, I mean, they're both phenomenal athletes all around. I mean, we agree on that, right? Yes. And, and everybody in here. And I just think that the size advantage would have helped him out. He he could shoot from every from everywhere. And I feel like if he had to had to use his body in the paint, he would be more effective. Okay, there you go. There's two legitimate reasons. It's okay. Larry Bird won, man. I'm just happy we get to discuss this. Yeah, this is what we. And, okay, the second one was who? Rich. D Wade beat Magic Johnson. Yeah, gotta happen. D-Wade is too athletic. He'll go around you. He'll go over you. Much better shot. Yeah. The, the Magic has no shot. Yeah. So I don't know what Magic exactly does in a one-on-one -on -one game. <laughs> Unless he starts on the baseline, comes over, swoops, and gives the... Every time. You know? That's the hook shot. The other matchup, LeBron beat Dirk. Yeah, LeBron's got to beat Dirk. Yeah. LeBron's one of the greatest players ever, one-on-one -on -one or five-on-five. -five. And I agree, but I still yeah. voted for Dirk because I couldn't <laughs> hit the LeBron button. You know what Dirk's move is in the one-on-one -on -one if he gets the ball first? He checks in the ball, and he, sh he shoots it instantly. Check, shoot it. You got to shoot it right away. I was going to say check, kick LeBron in, in the ankle <laughs> or something. Get it again, shoot it again. If he makes it again, LeBron then gets up on him, D's him up, and the game's over. If LeBron gets the ball first, LeBron just goes around him. Five slamma jamma, you know, got to get to the hoop. Can't stop and pull up on him. I don't think he does that. So I think Dirk could stay with him, so I agree with that. LeBron should have won that. That's what's up. Is there a current one now? There, no, we have uh, okay. MJB AI. Okay. Which was a tough matchup for the first round. I was kind of disappointed that we put those two against mm -hmm. each other in the yeah. first round. Yeah. Would have been cool to see them go farther. I personally love AI. I think he's a great basketball player. Yeah. But when you're he going beats against ninety percent of yeah, these people, exactly. Yes. But when you're going against Michael Jordan, I mean, obviously MJ is going to win. Right. MJ could just do everything. You know, MJ. The ball's in front of you. That's another thing. A one on one, right? One on one. The dude's going to start guarding you if you start making that jump shot at first, right? So now you got to. Now you got to go around him one way or the other. I just feel like MJ could fake that and pull up. MJ can go. can go. Iverson would stay with him. 
because Iverson is a good lateral elite defender and a one-on-one, -on -one, I would think. Jordan's got to stay with him, but I just can't see AI driving and getting a layup on Jordan. Jordan's going to block it, I feel like, every time. So he's got to rely on his jump shot, AI, you know? He gets a couple. He gets enough baskets at the hoop to make a difference, but I think in the end, Michael yeah. Jordan Michael gets a Jordan couple blocks, wins that drills up. a couple, does a, does back down, spin around, whap. And I know a lot of people bring up the crossover, but that was later in yeah. Jordan's career. And that was a five on five too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's five on five. You play it to different defense. Yep. One on one. That's not Jordan in his prime. No, 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 no. So. And then our current matchup, which is happening literally right now, right. is Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook. Right. And as of right now, Durant's winning by a large margin. To me, that is a, re a really hard one to predict. Right? Really hard. Listen, that was I good, thought, Rich. I large margin. You right on. All right. I was making sure I said it right. <laughs> you didn't say like margarine, like the butter, you know? Large margarine. <laughs> Same thing. Large Whatever. marge. <laughs> but in my opinion, I honestly thought this was going to be the closest matchup. Right. In the first round. Kevin like, Durant versus Russell Westbrook. Like, Russell like one on one. Like I, I, I feel like, but I was, I was it's way hard off. Hard to pick against KD Listen, in that scenario. And I think what right people now, are doing. As of right now, that percentage is eighty-two percent Durant, eighteen Westbrook. Yeah, it has to be even. Right now is my thing. Like it had to be even. Only one guy whoever wins that got to win by one vote. It, that's the, that should be the only differential because if they do play one on one, they both could equally do a lot of things against each other. They both, I think, are good defensively one-on-one. -on -one. I think Westbrook has yeah. better defense than Durant. Well, yeah, I, I was talking I to someone today. I, said, I agree with I you. I said Westbrook's defense is, is, is lights out. Like, yeah. I think he, he plays defense hard, mm -hmm. but the only problem is Durant, uh, Westbrook doesn't really have that great of a shot. Right. You know? Yeah, his things are assists more than yeah. points. Yeah, he's going to get to the hoop. If he's going to win a one-on-one -on -one game, he's going to get to the hoop yes. and hit one or two jump shots. And who, who in basketball right now do you think is the best getting to the hoop? Right now. Kyrie Irving. Okay, but Westbrook's who up there. I'm, who I'm really, really upset didn't get on this tournament. But he's definitely – there's going to be another one. There's going to be a but, round, you know, a couple rounds. But Westbrook here. is really good at getting to the hoop, yes, right? Yes, yes. So with his good defense and him able to get to the rim as, as good as he can, mm -hmm. that I, – I, I voted for Westbrook. Yeah. I'm a big Westbrook fan, so I might be a little biased on okay. it. Okay. But I, I, I think his way he plays in a one-on-one -on -one backyard uh, game, yeah. I, I, I kind of would give him the edge. But yeah. I was everyone's voting for Durant. Like I said, wow. the, the percentage Very is 82% him, 18 to, to Westbrook. I think Yo, it's like 22 to 4. What do you play a backup game to? What was the – what was the – to what, 21 or 7? One Most on of the one. time, 21. One-on-one on one. One on one, probably – or 11. 11. Count 11. by one, threes 11. or twos, you know. Yep. That's the move there. That's what that's what I was gonna say. We always did. It was eleven, you know. Well, you gotta win by two. Yep. If you get if it's tie at some point, whatever it is, and, and uh, so, oh man, they both. Durant got a great jump shot. He can create space. He got the length. Uh, Westbrook, yes, the defense. There's not many like I would see like. There's got there's a lot of difficult shots. There's not a lot of easy shots in that game against each other. They're both gonna have to make tough buckets against one another. But but if anyone has easy shots, it's Durant, I think, because yeah. he can pull why, up from way yeah. back. You and know? that's why I pick I would pick Durant ultimately to win that one. All these games were pretty were pretty like one sided. You right. know, like all these the winners won by a large margin. Yeah. So which I was shocked by. Large I, marge. I feel I feel like I feel like some of these matchups were good. 
And a lot of people, you know, it was it was it was slanted this one way, the whole way. Yeah. You know, all these guys won by a huge amount. Which it's is all crazy. good. We're just happy people got involved. We're happy people talking. We got a lot of new listeners, a lot of new people engaging with us, man, and we're happy about that. So we, keep them coming. We got three more matchups left for the first round. Right. We got uh, Carmelo Anthony versus James Harden. Okay. We got Steph Curry versus Steve Nash. Okay. And then we got the Truth, Paul Pierce. Right. That's his nickname. Yes, the Truth against Kobe Bryant. Here we go. So Here we go. We got a couple, three more first round picks, and we'll get right. into the second round. Respect so. the chat on Instagram, right? That's how Instagram, they get to us. Yep. Instagram story. Yeah. Hit, hit up the poll. I've been posting them. I think it's every other day I'm trying to post uh-huh. a game. So what? check it out. You know, make sure you make a vote. Well, on Facebook. Don't too, just right? look at it and not vote. A lot of people are doing that. Yeah, no, no. no. And I know who no. you are. No, right. We can see that. <laughs> look at it and vote. Come on, y'all. Let's go, man. We had to take. We had. We had to make some personal uh, text messages over yeah. the week to make sure people voted. I got a lot of family, man. A lot of family should be like, yo, subscribing to me, watching me on YouTube, and these cats right here. We got family, man. We're trying to make it in the podcast game. We got something to say. There's a different take on. It. It's the regular man's podcast. Support us, man. We'll have you on. We'll shout you out. We won't forget when we're on top. Who brought us there? The people, we're the people's champ. <laughs> the we're people's the people's champ. champ. We'll go with it. Let's keep it right, right with basketball. Keep it the hoops. A, l- oh, a little. I, we forgot last week, uh, actually two weeks ago, we changed the podcast song. Yes, yes, we did. Another big A beat. Thank you. Yeah, for hooking us up again. Let us know what you think about the new one. Yeah, shout out to Big A man. Beats for days. I have to put that on Instagram stories. Beats for days. Uh, one of the best rappers ever. Big A in my mind. I sat, sat with the dude when he wrote, sat with the dude when he recorded. Just a really underrated lyricist and artist, man. Just a, just an artist in the game. Big A taught himself how to play instruments, taught himself how to read music, taught himself everything that has to do with that, and really dedicated a lot to that, man. So shout him out. But let's what, let's stay with basketball. Shifting it over to NCAA basketball real quick. Right. I mean, you guys all saw what happened to Zion Williamson, right? Mm-hmm. Blowing out his shoe. Yeah. Now. Wild. Crazy, right? Yeah. Like you have to be so powerful to blow out your shoe. That's exactly on it, a Rich. regular step. Yeah, it that, wasn't like I mean he had his weight going that way, but it wasn't nothing crazy. And it was ten seconds into the game that shoe was fresh. Oh, you, and it right? just it do, just do you think they wear a itself. brand new shoe, a pair of shoe every game? I think you like wear a, like a, one like a, like maybe a high for like two games or three games, and then you switch it up. Just I think you got to wear it in a school like Duke. They're giving those kids shoes every day. Th- those were those were. Nike, um, right? Paul George's yeah, Paul signature George. shoe. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's wearing them once or twice just so they're broken in. Because when you wear freshies on the court, you get blisters yeah. right? and they're tough to break but, in. But they're a fresh pair of shoes. Yeah, you wear them three, four times. You know, maybe what I'm saying? you wear Those them guys? a couple of times at practice. Yeah, you wear right. them in practice, but you wear them a bunch of times till you toss them. But to blow through one. Insane. It's ridiculous. Insane. Did you see where it came apart? It wasn't even like at a seam. It just like tore apart. It was like the Hulk. Yeah. When the Hulk turns into himself and his clothes explode, it's like that's not supposed to happen, Zion, man. Zion plants and there yeah, goes people shoot. bounced out of the arena after. <laughs> like, oh, Zion ain't playing? All right, we out. So I think it showed, uh, I, obviously it's a, it's a shitty injury to have happened that early in the game, but I think it showed how much he means to that Duke team. Oh, yeah, they ended up losing that game. Yeah, but they played North Carolina, who's a really good team. And it's an in-state rivalry, and it's a rivalry, one of the best rivalries ever. Everyone's playing their best top game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they're they're a better team than North Carolina this year. Yeah, well, yeah, 100%. But they lost with Zion two times before that, Duke. So they they can win with them, and they can win without them. They look, you know, so... 
he's going to be back too. It's only a grade A, grade one sprain or whatever it is. He's going to be back. He's going to be playing. Ain't going to be an issue. The, they don't know no. if – I mean, a lot of people are calling for him to sit out the rest of his college. Yeah. The, the, well, okay. that's what th- That was Season. my next question. I want all of us to go through right. our opinion. What do you think Zion should do? You think he should sit out? You think once he's healthy, he should play? What's your opinion? Who wants to start? One I want to hear what y'all got to say first, then I'll go. I right, think he should go? sit out. And I don't think he will because I think he's a, a – uh, I think he's that kind of guy that just wants to compete, and he doesn't want any kind of controversy. He's not looking for any kind of limelight or any kind of extra eyes on him on a decision like that. But what's the incentive for him to play? I really don't. He's not making any money. They're making millions of dollars off him, off of jersey sales and selling out. That was like the second highest ticket price this year compared yeah. to the Super Bowl. I, ha- I have that pit- the, the, the stat right here of that. And it a lot of that is Zion. The average ticket price for that game was $2,600. The average ticket price for that game. Crazy. Obama yeah. was at that game. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's which, like ridiculous. Ken Griffey was there. Which, was my, which is my argument here. I don't think Zion should play. Mm-hmm. Listen. Frank, you know, you're saying shouldn't play either? No. Okay, Rich, you're saying what? He, he should not play shouldn't for the rest play. of the season. Okay. I think he should sit out. There's no, there, there's no incentive for him to play. We all know that he has the talent to play in the league. If the, ends, if the NBA or NCAA didn't have this rule where that co- uh, basketball athletes have to play one year, he would have went straight from high school to the league. He, 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 he was one of those players. And people were saying, oh, he needs the experience. He doesn't need the experience in college. He needs the experience in, 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 in the NBA. That's where you get the true experience from. And why waste time? Playing in the NCAA and possibly hurt yourself. He 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 does have an insurance policy out for him. He may, he has a eight million dollar insurance policy out for him. That's that's nothing. Which that's is pocket nothing. Change. Which is nothing because in the last four in the last four season, the first overall pick in the NBA draft has a forty four point two million dollar salary. Mm. Second second overall pick has a forty thousand. I mean forty million contract. And the, and the third overall is 35. So, obviously, if he gets picked first, which is most likely what's going to happen, mm-hmm. he can make $44 million. Right. To, to the $8 million that he can make if he, if he does get hurt. If he so was healthy, I would say play. Like, uh, all right, you, you might get hurt, you might not, but it's still a college career, and it's a good thing to have. You, you're on a great team. You're going to make a run in March Madness, all that. But now with a sprained knee and you don't know, how that's gonna hold I, up? Yeah, you don't. Anything could happen, right? Something could be a little bit. Listen, and and I'd and say that, take the time off. And that's the thing too. Say he comes back, and and he re-injures that knee, and let's just say let's just say he tears his ACL in in that knee, and now now he's in a drop in the draft just because of that reason. Maybe not four. Maybe maybe even this drops to three, but that's a ten million dollar difference, right? From first to third. ACL is weird for NBA players. No, so that's what I mean. I mean, it's, there, there, there's nothing. There, there's no reason for him to play. And this all goes back to our conversation we had in, on this podcast a million times, or at least in my opinion. I think college athletes need to get paid. They were selling tickets for twenty five hundred dollars, an average ticket price for this game. Like these programs are making millions of dollars off of these players. Mm-hmm. How come you can't pay that, them more? That can't be the university paying selling that ticket. Who, That's whoever gotta be a scalp but, ticket, you know, but, but, or but someone bought it. And those universities it. are making money off of that. These universities make millions of dollars. Well, they're off, making off money off, of, off of they're making money off of the kids. I agree with you. Totally agree. They're making money off the kids through 
uh, merchandise through through people coming there. Well, but te- you, television but contracts are multi-billion-dollar contracts, that, and that's how I was just getting to all all most of the money is coming from that. Okay, because the ticket—I don't know this for sure, but I'm gonna—I'm pretty sure that the ticket sale at those Duke, are resale prices, right? Yeah. Is a regular price. The university can't sell someone a ticket two thousand dollars. Can't happen. Um, are you are you done? I don't want to cut you no, off. Yeah, either, I'm pretty much done. But that's my I whole. agree with a lot of what both of you are saying. The where one I disagree with is that I think he should play. Um, the reason why I think he should play is because I think that he wants to play. I'm judging this strictly on him. I think he, in his head, is saying to himself, I came to Duke to win a national championship, to be the national player of the year, what and does I that? will not stop until I do that because that's what I want to do. That's what I want Zion Williams to be when I leave here. Okay. National championship, player of the year. I ain't sitting down and sitting out the whole year and then going to the NBA. I agree. The NBA, He's not that kind of guy. So that's what I'm saying. Do but I agree with you about they should be playing sports? Yes. Do I agree with you that they can get hurt and then what do they do? You know, uh, yes, but that can happen at any time, right? Yeah. He can get drafted. He can make his money. He'd make his forty, say, forty-four million, right? And then he could hurt his leg and then never play again, which is fine. Okay, he got paid, you could say. But once again, then he's like Greg Oden, who did that, didn't play all through college, but then got hurt as soon as he got there. Career o- completely over. But but that's not what he, I think he wants. But here's and that's how I'm basing my opinion. I'm basing my opinion off what I think Zion wants. But. He is a phenomenal super talent who came there with a purpose and would have came back in that game if they would have let him. But I think they were like, yo, chill. They're going to give him a little break, and then it's full go again. And we're not going to talk about this anymore. Because you think he's gonna he wanted to go to Duke? The only reason he went to college is because he has to go to college. You don't know that. He has to go to Duke. Nobody knows listen, that. If, Nobody knows listen, that. Listen, if some, if an NBA, if they were like, listen, you could go straight from high school to the NBA, you don't think he would have went? He would be like, nah, I'm going to go to college first? No why way. Did, why, didn't, um, no. why didn't Carmelo go straight to the NBA? Do you think Carmelo was at the, like, at the level asking. of Zion? I don't think he went there because he wanted to go to school. He had the opportunity to. He had the opportunity the, to during that time. He, he There was no rule yet. But that was He could have went. He went to Syracuse to win a national. How many years ago was that? I don't 15, know. Whatever it was, whatever but still, it was. But now, but things are changing now. I'm just saying that's Zion's mentality. I understand. He that. wants to win that, so that's why he's gonna come back and play. But listen, at, at, at 19 years old, being a competitor, you, obviously, obviously he wants to play. Obviously, he wants to win a national mm-hmm. championship with his teammates. But I think his family. And his close friends have to be like, listen, we understand you're an athlete, we, and we understand you want to give your all you want. To, you know, like, and why even go, though, then? Why he, even go to school? Because he, he, he didn't get to. hurt this game. He could have. He has to. Hypothetically. No, he doesn't have to. He, he has to go play. overseas and play. No, but, he can go overseas and play basketball. No, he can sit out a year and then go to the but, NBA. He could why? do it. He but, has options. But that's not that's not what he wants to do. Why okay. would he go overseas? I agree with you. I agree with you. And that's why I'm saying he is going to play because he wants to play and he wants to win a championship. If that injury could happen listen, at any time. Someone has right? to talk no to him, No one's though, talking about this until listen, this silly thing happens. We understand this, but we think it's— what, hit the brakes? We, we, I, if I, if I, Why was, not? If I was his dad, I'd be like, listen, I understand you're a competitor and you want to play, but listen, you have to think of your future. God forbid you get hurt. You, you, you're leaving millions of dollars on the table at the draft if you get hurt and you, and you, and you drop in the draft. Yeah, like, it ain't about money with it this is. kid, though. It ain't about money, but you, in but, my opinion, of what he's thinking. I don't know yes, that, but... At, at a, as a kid and a competitor is not, but you need to have that. How many times have we talked on here like... Like these 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 athletes that make stupid decisions, like where's their friends that tell them like 
what to do or or, or, or to guide in the right way. It's the that, same that's situation here. That's, that's a when, different kind yeah, of decision. That's when they're drinking all How night and partying and blowing money How? and doing reckless abandonance of stuff. That's when they got to get okay, there. Not when they make a good decision and go to college and, and yeah, get an listen, education and, I don't and think, absolutely kill it on a team that everybody wants to have the name on their jersey Because that means absolutely for. nothing. The kind of it mindset means absolutely why go? nothing. Then why go? Because it's, it's he's, he's playing for Duke. one of the be- So that's why he's going to come back. And that's why his family's no. gonna tell him yes. Okay, no. whatever you want to do, Zion. He don't care what Listen, none of these he, people. Are he went to media. Duke because yeah. he's playing with Coach K, the greatest college coach ever. Duke's one of the greatest college basketball teams ever. That's why he went to Duke. He could have went to any team in the yeah, nation. Yeah, definitely agreed. That's why he went to Duke. But the only reason he went to college basketball is because he has to go no, for doesn't. a year. He does not. Why go overseas and play? Because you, you can get play. paid. You can get paid. And you're playing basketball. It's different, it's, though. It's different. What's different? But my about whole it? point is, if but now he got injured. He got injured when he first went to and he made his decision to go to play college football. He's not thinking, "Dang, basketball. I'm I'm gonna get hurt." Of course not. You right? know. So now that he's in a situation where he sprained his knee, college college football players do it. Look at what Nick Boza just did this year. He played three games for the Ohio State Buckeyes, got hurt, had a surgery, and he sat out for the rest of the year. So he didn't hurt his NFL stock. And he's gonna be he's projected to be the number one guy picked this year in the NFL. Yeah, Nick Bosa didn't go to college to win a national championship. He didn't go there for that. He, didn't he went want, to Ohio he, State. He, he didn't want to do that though. In his heart he didn't want to. If, he was playing for himself and he was playing to get to the NFL, which I got no problem with. I got no problem at all with it. Go ahead, Frank. If if you're Zion's friend and you ask him to sit out and you know that he wants to come back, then you have to realize that you're asking him to go against the instinct that makes him the kind of player that he is. That's part of the person that Zion is. He's a true competitor. He's not just a a great talent. And that's part of the reason he's going to be a great NBA player is because he wants to go out there and he wants to win. It's more than just money. It's more than just a what, what draft pick he is. He's a true competitor. And if you're going to talk to him and tell him to sit out the remainder of this year when you know he wants to play to win a national championship, you need to know that you're saying that goes against everything that's going to make him great. But none of this stuff makes him money. All this is... But is it's not about the money. It ha- it, what's not it's, about it's money? Not the ma- if I it's not about the money. He's going to make money. Every person is, is about money. Ev- everyone. If that's I could not tell true. you... If, if, if you if you had an injury at your job, I was like, listen, you know, if you go back right away and you get hurt again, you're losing all this money. Or if you just sit out a little bit, you can make all this money. Like what happened a couple of years ago when Steph took a took a huge pay cut to keep some of those people on his team? That's was different. that about it's money? Ste- Steph's going to make his money. Steph, ma- but I'm just saying it's not all money. it's not always about the money. Sometimes it's about the game. Sometimes it's about the love of the game and being a true competitor. And that's what I think he is. Where did that go, though? You know what I'm saying? Why are we just okay with just playing for money? You know Be- what I'm saying? What, uh, listen, Why? The, I get it. I get it. Money makes the world go around, man. I get the whole thing. And I because get you can these make a universities ton of money. aren't paying the athletes. That's where it comes from. And the only way that they're going to – listen, college athletes need to get paid. And the only way that's going to happen is by what Nick Boza did, a top NFL prospect player sitting out his – whatever year was – whatever he was in college, sitting out. Zion, if Zion Williams sits out – you're telling me that's not going to open up eyes and piss off people? And listen, the only thing, the this only is what positive, we need to happen. the only positive would be, and the resolution to me is that just lift, which I think the NBA is gonna, 
lift the, 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 the college requirement to go and let them go straight out of high school. But if you go to high school or college and if you sign the letter of intent, then you play. You don't sit down and take a year off because your knee got a little banged up. Go play. You sign the play there. Go and play. They haven't been making money for years in the, in basketball. It's not going to stop. And if it ever does happen, it may happen in, in five years if it does. It ain't happening anytime soon. Should it happen? I, I really, listen, I really don't care. Because to me, it's like, yo, you go to college to audition to get a job. You, okay, yeah, they're making money off you. But you signed up for that. That's what this is about. So flipping on them, play really good, go out there and do your thing and get your contract, and then you're the man. I went to college to get a job to get paid. That's what they are doing. They're going to college to play hoop to then get paid. There's a process. People have to learn that there's a process to life. And the fact that there's money, that it, oh, your money, it's the money, it's the money. That's what all these analysts keep saying on all these networks. It's the money. It's losing money. Zion ain't, it's, that's not Zion. How, how could you That's say why that? people go to see Zion. him. They go to see him because he plays every single game. And I was crit I'm critical of his NBA game, but I'm never critical of the beast that that dude is. He goes out every game, plays max level, maximum level. That's why those tickets are those prices, and that's why he's going to be the number one pick because he's ridiculously competitive and super, super focused on winning. And that's what he wants to do. And he's going to come back. And that's what I'm basing my opinion off of it. You know what I'm saying? He can get injured at any time, any time this could have happened. Just because it's happened, whatever. This It's pretty late in the year already. But it's almost March. So it's an eye-opener. Like, listen, you have to be careful. It's eye-opener from the jump. Because I'm playing. As soon as you step on the court I'm or, playing or the for field nothing or right the now. anything. I'm playing for nothing right now. I'm, I'm playing just so all of you fans can watch me. That's why I'm playing. I'm playing because I have to play a year of college basketball. That's, but why, that's he's not why he's playing. That's right. why you would be playing. Right. He's playing for the love of the game. And there is other How? options. You could play overseas or you could not play. All right. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, and I, I agree I, with you. I think he should sit out. But like I said from the beginning, there's no doubt in my mind that he's coming back. That's I just the kind of type of guy that he is. I, and I, I think just I, I, like I, I, I just like you have to respect someone's decision to sit out, you have to respect someone's decision to want to go out there and compete also. Definitely. But at 19, he can't make I, – I, is he 19, 18? I don't even know how old he is. He's yeah, younger. Whatever. But at that age, you, you can't make a decision about your future like that. You know, because he – because like you guys you are saying. To. He's listen, in a position to yeah, make decisions. But he, he, you, can't, you, can't, you can't make a logical but, but, decision okay, like that okay. because, because, because he, he wants to but play. But you could like make a logical decision to sit out or, or, or at this. that age? You could make, or, or you can make no. a logical decision to what? Then get drafted in the NBA and then hit you with $44 million, but Then you're okay to manage that? All these, if all you these could, pro athletes are telling him, don't play. Isaiah Thomas, LeBron, Boogie Cousins. Like, these are all guys. Like, that's who I would be listening to. I wouldn't give a shit. Whoops. That's all right. <laughs> I say shit who, all the time. Who is telling me to play? Like, these are the pros. No one's telling them to play. More people are going to tell them not to play. <laughs> Do you agree with that? More people are going to tell them, yo, shut it down. I think you'll hear about the people that tell them not to play more than you'll hear about the people Agreed. that tell them to play. Agree. Nobody's going to get out there because then they're going to get criticized. But if someone, Mike, Mike uh, Greenberg said it today, 
I would tell him to do whatever he wants to do. Whatever he decides to do would be the right thing to do. And I thought that was a good answer because he didn't give the, the generic, you're on TV, say an opinion answer. Sometimes your opinion could be genuine, and it could be, I just think whatever's best for this guy. Like if Zion <laughs> said the, tomorrow. How reasonable. Right? <laughs> if Zion said tomorrow, it doesn't always got to be controversial. Controversial? Is that how you say it? Controversial. I'm oh. just saying the, that. Like, when I go back to school Tuesday, Miss <laughs> uh, D'Angelo got to teach me how to say the words. Uh, listen, I, whatever he decides to do, right? Oh. If tomorrow he says, yeah, I'm not going to play, then I'll be like, all right, then don't play, bro. Fine. But in my head, then it changes the way a little bit that I think of him because I thought that he was the guy that wanted to go and win the chips but and, and play for that. But if he doesn't, I still respect that as well. Like, that's his decision. I got no problem with that. It also depends on, on the severity of the sprain, right? Right, exactly. Like, let's exactly. see what the doctors say and the risk of re-injuring. If it's a legitimate reason to sit out, then you sit out. But if he could come back, everybody's saying that it's okay to come back. I don't think that he's not going to. He's built for that. And he will be back, and this will be not a conversation <laughs> anymore. I guess we'll see. So going on from here, right. Frankie kind of you know talked about it for a second. Do you think Duke could win a national championship if Zion sits out, I do. Yes, I think R.J. Barish, uh, R.J. Barrett, and Cam Reddish, and uh, Jones, the point guard, and they got a couple guys that come off the bench. I think, I think they have a really good chance at winning it. Obviously, it's a tournament, a one game you could play anything against anybody. Anything can happen. But I think their their chances don't drop much after losing him. I, I think agree. they're, I think they're a strongly built team. And you, and, and your Duke, you got Coach K, like. You, you have a good chance to win yeah, the course. national championship. And you still, like you said, you still got R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, and uh, the Jones, point guard yeah, Jones. Jones yeah. So, I'm like, that, that team's and a, good. And a host of other guys. I I honestly thought it would be a toss-up for them to win even with Zion. So, without him, it's even less. They're capable of being beat, and anything could happen in March. So, like, it, of course. It, I'm not like a – I wouldn't put ridiculous money on Duke to win, like, super sure that they're going to win the national championship, even if they had Zion. It's kind of a weird year because no one expected them to lose any games. They lost three already during the the regular season. Yeah, you yeah. know they're going to be facing some real competition. People that are going to be playing all out. So yeah, you know, his team's just as good. So when these guys talk about oh, the chances get worse, no, the chances were the same as it was with or without them because there's a lot of good teams right now, yeah. and anyone could win the one on one a tournament like that, man. What you got, Rich? Um, what's the um, uh, I'm going to talk with basketball. No, I think I'm going to switch it over real quick just to talk about Manny Machado's okay. um, 10-year, $300 million contract. Highest free agent signing. There you go. Frankie had to uh, fix me on the, uh, correct me on this because yes. I thought it was the highest contract ever, but Carlos Santana. Uh, Stanton. Carlos Santana. <laughs> yeah, Stanton. Probably made Maria, some money also. Maria. What was his again, Frank? 13-year, $325 million? Who's that, Giancarlo? Yeah. Stand? Yeah. That was an extension, though. He signed an extension, yeah. yeah. Which, which long, made it yeah, that. This is the biggest free agent contract. Manny, money, Machado. <laughs> Holla at me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Crazy. Yo, God Talk about bless. doing it for the money. He went to the Padres <laughs> for $300 million for any signed for 10 years. 10 years of losing. For three hundred million, God bless you though. The Padres are in the way. They, they signed the. They signed a couple free agents, right? Couple last free year? agents. They signed, yeah, a big yeah. name guy last yeah. name. I yeah, good for them. Right. They're still gonna stay. Listen, 
and the, they got a good farm system from what I hear yes. as well. And so, they're saying that, that they're still in contentions of signing Bryce Harper. Imagine those two over there in San Diego. That would be crazy. That would be I mean, crazy. I don't know how the money would work out for that, but I've, I've read some articles that it's still yeah. possible. Yeah. Yo, th- this, Bryce this is con- going to want something like that contract, if not more. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yo, that contract is, is, is interesting to me, which I didn't know how it worked out before. So when you hear $300 million, you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What does that even mean? You know? So, okay. So then they, then they explain it, you know, and it's over 10 years. And then you're like, what? Ten year contract? That's no other thirty sport. million a year. No other sport guys signs ten year deal. It's baseball for you. If golf, if they could sign deals in golf, it'd be like three hundred million <laughs> for twenty years. Right. It'd be something silly. Yeah. So after five years, Machado could bounce. Five years he needs to play, and he can bounce. But if he plays the sixth year, then it goes into the pot. It favors the Padres. Then they could they could cut him if they want after whatever the sixth year or seventh year, whatever it is. So I like the way these contracts are based. That's what happened to Cano. Yes. They yep. cut him after a certain a amount certain of years amount. that yes. they were able to get that money off the books. Right, exactly. So it, that's how it's built. When you when you hear it, you're like mind blown of what's going on. But, man. Money. How about A-Rod signed two of those deals? Yeah. Crazy. And got, all, million. and got all of them. 200, I think it was like 240-something yeah. million twice. Two 10-year contracts. Does he get the 300 million no matter what? Not if they cut him, I don't so believe. So he, he can make whatever he can make in five years? Well, it depends. I don't know how that contract is structured. How much of that is guaranteed Right. would be the question. Is baseball all guaranteed money? It might be. Yeah, I think it is. I'm not sure how that so works. So in five either. years, they got to give him $300 million in five years no matter what? Like I'd love, to, I'd love to know exactly what this breakdown is. We have to is. ask Pat. It yeah, wouldn't be three hundred in five years. It would, be like, it would probably be if they cut him. Or they traded him, they would have to work out who pays what. Because I okay, believe that okay. the Yankees aren't paying all of Stanton's contract. Right. I believe that the Marlins are still paying yes, some of it. I agree with you. I think that's what it is, too. I think the team. But either way, he's getting that money. Pays a portion of it still, and then the other team pays a portion of it, yeah. Well, that's the same thing with the Mets. They just signed Cano, and uh, the Mariners are still paying a huge chunk of that contract, which helped out the Mets, and that's why they were able to get him and a couple other players. I like that move for the Mets, man. Robinson Cano? Yeah, he's, crazy. he's like he, he hasn't been playing. Yeah, no, he hasn't. He's slowed down a lot, but him, it's him, still a good pickup. Him and Cespedes, when he comes back and being healthy, mm-hmm. we just signed another infielder, Lowry, but I just read something that he has like a sore knee. So who knows? Whenever you go to the Mets, there's something that goes wrong with you. Right, right, right. But uh, let's get into some football. I know it's football season's over, but there's always football. Yeah. Always football Ain't talk. Ain't that the truth. So there's, I think it's three weeks or three weeks away from free agency opening up, mm-hmm. I think, when things to start happening, I read. So obviously the big news this week was that Steelers came out and said that they're not signing the, transa- the transaction, is it called? Transition. Uh, transition tag, tag yeah. on Bell. So he's 100% free. They're going to let him enter free agency. Right. Then the other one, AB came out and said that him and Art Rooney met, and they decided that it was wh- it was time to part ways. Mm-hmm. Mr. Big Chest. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AB, he's, he's a nut, man. The blonde, blonde mustache, mustache is nuts. It's insane. <laughs> My man lost his mind. He definitely. But then yeah. the Steelers came out and said, "Listen, we're gonna trade him, but we're not trading him just for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like we want things back for him." Right. So what's this start there? I know we kind of we talked about this Le'Veon Bell thing a million times. What does this run across it one more time? Since he's one hundred percent free agent, where do you think he's gonna end up? Well, I have like a that top, one I hit you with this week is a cool spot a, for him to land. A top five uh, wish list. 
Well, what, we're going to get know, to that later on. He's on that. So okay. Um, I th- I think he should go to the Texans, and that's what I'll say later too. I think I've said it the whole year. I think the Texans are running back away from com- being a complete team, being a team who could be extremely dominant on both sides of the ball. Um, I I don't like him with just any team that can give him any amount of money. You know, like I don't like him with the Jets. I don't like how that offense is built. I don't think they could use him to his full potential. I think he'll have to have too much of the workload on him if he goes there and he diminishes then, you know what I'm saying, or teams key on him, and then it's a totally different game no matter how good you are. Um, But I also really like him with the Colts. If the Colts can end up with him, and definitely the one you sent me this week, the Chiefs, that would be be crazy. But here's the thing with the Chiefs. I don't think they should spend that money on him. Because I think Damian Williams is a really good I guy agree. for them. And they could spend that money on the defense, which they really need. But imagine Andy Reid with Le'Veon Yeah, Andy Reid with Le'Veon Bell. It's like LaShawn McCoy yeah. 2.0. You know what I'm saying? He knows what to do with those guys who can catch the ball, run the ball, are freakishly athletic yeah. and fast. A lot of talk, you know, obviously the Colts, the Texans, the Jets, uh, Packers are in there. The Chiefs, you know, someone said that. That's why I hit you guys up. One of the analysts said yeah. the Chiefs. I said, like, wow, that's pretty interesting. And another one said uh, the Buccaneers with Bruce Arians mm-hmm. over there now. Mm-hmm. You know, having a – True. Because everyone in that AFC uh, – He spends a NFC's, lot of time in Florida, man, Le'Veon yeah. Bell. A- NFC South teams, they all have that uh, like that multi – what's it? Diverse? Diverse? Multi-dimensional? Like running back. You know, if you think yeah. about all the running backs in that division, mm-hmm. McCaffrey, yep. De- Devontae Freeman. David Johnson. Alvin Kamara. Yeah. But David, David Johnson's, Johnson's not in there. But he's that type of running back. But I'm sorry, yeah. That but, played with Bruce so, Arians. So with like Bell entering that division, mm-hmm. all those running backs in that division are are crazy. Yeah. So yeah. it was just pretty interesting. And then mine, which is never talked about, and I'm mm-hmm. still I'm still having some faith with it, but mm-hmm. the Raiders. Yeah. I think they might come in late and try to make a push for him. Not mad at it. Not but, mad at it. But what's now let's get into you wanna talk about the the top five wish list. Okay, and I'll, yeah, and I'll yeah, give uh, yeah. Colin Coward uh, his list. I have a oh, picture of it, list. which was wait, pretty wait, good. Wait till y'all see. I'm about to do a throwback for y'all. No. You, you a, have a phone. Remember the episode I had this? <laughs> what is my man doing right now? Why do you have to write stuff on yeah, paper? That's nice paper right there. That's a, killing trees. You have a phone. How am I supposed I to take listen, pictures of nature if you listen, keep killing all the trees? Listen, I was at all lunch right. today. I was kicking it. I had the paper. I wanted to write it down. Okay. So yeah. Colin Coward has his, his his show called The Herd. The Herd. And he came up with top Was five I NFL moves. Was supposed to make moves. a list? No. no. Okay. You weren't going to if you got it sent to you anyway. <laughs> yeah, you, obviously. And Mike said that he wanted to. So he has his top five moves that he would like to see this offseason. His number one would Colin be... Colin Coward this is, right? Colin You're Coward, read? yes. Okay. His, his number one would be... A, uh, and, uh, Come on now. Odell Beckham going to the Patriots. How many? A.B. going to the Packers. Nick Foles going to the Redskins. Kyle Murray going to the Cardinals and Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets. So that's his five. Mm. I, I wish see. I would see Bill Belichick trade a first round draft pick for a troubled wide receiver. That will never happen. Randy Moss. I can't wait to see no, Mike. He didn't have to trade a first round draft pick for Randy Moss. He got him for free, yeah. basically. I mean, I was just threw that out there of just having a guy of that. You know that caliber and that uh, he'll take him if he could get him for nothing. Know, that 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 diva of a, of a player. But all right, so mine. Do you do you have one? 
Not really. I, oh, okay. I, I was I was letting you get the shit. Mine is a here. playoff of his, but you know, I just listed one, two, three, four, five guys too. Yep. Five moves that I would love to see. OBJ to the Browns. I'd love him if he went to the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, play with his one of his best friends, guys he came up with, play to LSU with Jarvis Landry. I'd love to see Baker Mayfield with those guys. Just juice OBJ and Baker on one side on, oh on offense God. would be mind-blowing. And Kareem Hunt. They'd be dangerous. Whoa. <laughs> and Kareem Hunt, get his stuff together and get out there. Wow. It would be, it would be so exciting for me. And, and the Cleveland's on the up. You know what I'm saying? Bring some oh, more excitement yeah. to that city. LeBron had lit that city on fire, light it on fire again with these guys over here. The defense is ready to go. I think they my win that man, division. Yeah. My man Freddie Kitchens, hot in the <laughs> kitchens, Freddie, is, would, is on the up and coming. Okay, A.B. to the Colts. I like A.B. to the Colts because okay. match him up with T.Y. Hilton. Give my man Andrew comeback luck. You know the ball, the the ball with those two guys on the outside, and that and my man uh, Marlon Mack is running the ball. He knows how to run well. Eric Ebron great found second life with the Colts, and they got Jack Doyle as well. The offensive side of the ball will be amazing. Darius Leonard starting to control the defensive side of the ball. Malik Hooker on the on the backside as a safety. They're up and coming as well. I think he would fit in great over there. He's very similar to T. Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton can go deep. T.Y. Hilton can go short. A.B. can open up so much. So much Is over Malik there. Hooker on the Colts or is he on the Saints? Malik Hooker is the, the – well, whoever the, the – no, the safety. I think his name is Malik Hooker. Yep. I think Malik Hooker is on the Saints, but I could be way off right here. The Ohio State safety? Yeah. Back, yeah, he's on the Colts. Le'Veon okay. Bell to Houston. I already broke down why I think that, that yep. should go down, okay? Earl Thomas to the Cowboys. That's uh, Cowboys need a safety. Heath is terrible. Earl Thomas, I heard from Cliff Averill. I read an article. Cliff Averill, who's the I believe the defensive end for or, or outside linebacker whatever, for the Seattle Seahawks, said that Earl Thomas used to rush home to watch the Cowboys play Monday Night Football. He used to talk about him all the time. He wants to go there. It would it, it would blow people's minds if he didn't. So I'd love to see him as a Cowboy, Earl Thomas. And my last and final one, Von Miller. He spent his whole career with the Broncos. He's put his heart on the line. He won a championship with them. But I think they're in the stages of something else going on over there in Denver. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a changing of the guards or, a, you know, I don't know what. But they're building for the future, what it seems like. I know Flacco is there, but the receivers and the running back and the defense got a lot of young guys. I think Von Miller goes, should go to the Bears. And then just completely shut down the Bears as the best defense in the NFL. Him on one side, Mack on the other, and the rest of the other guys they already got there on the line. Trevathan, the linebacker, Rockwell Smith, the other linebacker, those safeties and, 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 and that, you know, that that those D backs, those are the moves I would like to see, man. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty interesting. The yeah. only thing I'll I'll do my one wish list, what I would like to see happen. Le'Veon Bell goes to Baltimore. I think that would be interesting. That is a wish Him, and a half, bro. It you is. think an- you need a, another running? I know. We have you're 67. just going to have 11 running backs. But here's the thing. We add Bell, we could cut all those guys, and we'll have one dude. If you sign Bell, he needs to be the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> because you already have a quarterback for a running back, and true. that's Lamar Jackson. That is true. <laughs> He's a running back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not happening. I like it, but straight homer pick. <laughs> Frank, this your opinion. Where do you think A.B. is going to land? Uh, on the Steelers bench, 
You think he's going to stay with the Steelers? Yeah. I don't wow. think they'll be able to get what they want for him. And you have to remember that the Steelers are losing money by trading him. So they're not just going to give him away. And I'm not really sure. I mean, I guess maybe they can make something work. I I don't know where he would end up. I like, I like the Colts. I like the Texans. That would be nice. I and like... I like the Ravens. I like what? the Bears. Wow, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. He can't play with the Ravens though. Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. <laughs> he I needs know, to but play with someone who can uh, throw the ball. But so if you have if you have like a like a rookie running back, a r- rookie yep, quarterback exactly. that can't throw <laughs> that can't throw the ball, at least get him a great wide receiver to nah. go out there. He's got to throw him screens. Anyone can catch a screen and fall on the floor. He's they, they'll kill him. They'll murder him. I agree with all the other ones. Houston, Indianapolis. Yes, I was on. I was on again. I was on. No again. love the for Baltimore. Imagine he plays with the Chiefs, man, flying up and down the field. Him and Tyree Kill and, and Travis Kelsey. They don't. They're not gonna give up. Uh, and Patrick Mahones launching the ball. Oh man. How about my partner at work? I got a new partner. Shout out to Dwayne. Real Dwayne. cool guy. Uh. He he was telling me that he read an article somewhere that the Giants are going to go after Russell Wilson. Yes, I have that in uh, my yeah. Rich uh, mentioned that. My thing here. What a what a great pickup like, that would be. That's like a real thing. He wants to give I up guess, your whole team for that guy. I guess his wife Sierra's like she does something in New York or something like that. So he's trying to make the push to maybe go to New York just so you know things would be better with her. And I th- I think it would be if he went to New York that would be great for mm. for the for the Giants definitely. Like if I he goes to New York, o- Odell's cool staying there. Yeah, also. definitely. Oh, without a doubt. Definitely. Without a doubt. And crazy prediction: he goes to the Giants. The Giants win another Super Bowl. The Giants don't have an offensive line. He's the, right. guy that don't, can, he's, he's the guy that can make it work. Yeah, he can make it work. I agree, but still, you need uh, you need I'm to get a big that Russell offensive line. Uh, but, Wilson fan. Yeah, me too. Definitely. All right, I have a. I found this pretty interesting. I'm missing. A, you find a, a lot of things. I do. Pretty interesting. I do. But this interesting. is this is interesting. <laughs> and you guys are gonna about? like it. You right, guys are I gonna hear, like I it. I listen when I listen to the podcast driving throughout my day. I hear Rich saying, "I find this pretty interesting." I do say interesting. That a lot. And I interesting. Listen, interesting. When I re-listen too, is I re-listen too, yeah, Mike. Yeah. I, I find Sometimes myself saying things. I say yeah a lot. Like you guys are talking, you hear me in the background. Let's say yeah. That's like, <laughs> This is weird. Like I'm like I gotta stop doing it. Yeah, I live. But hey, we're still we're, we're working at this thing. Come on. So, top. This is a top ten list for each position. Quarterback, uh, running back, and wide receiver. It's it's uh, the top ten worth pursuing via draft, free agency, or NFL draft. Mm-hmm. So this is coming off of NFL.com. So I'm gonna go from I'll do the quarterbacks first, and we'll you know we'll talk about it, see, okay. what, see what we think. And I'll go to running backs and wide receivers, and then we'll just stop there. It's all the other positions we we care about, but ain't worth talking about. So. Okay. So the first one, Nick Foles, is the number one free agent to to pursue mm-hmm. this off season. Then they got Teddy Bridgewater, to Case Keenum is a trade candidate. They're saying mm-hmm. trade for him since Joe Flacco's over there. Dwayne Haskin is four as a draw as a draft prospect. Five is Robert Griffin the uh, third. What? He's a free agent. These are just guys that are worth going for. That are free agents. Where's Kyler Murray on that list? Ka- Tyrod Taylor six at free agent. Kyler Murray is seventh for a draft prospect. Josh McCown is a free agent. Ryan Fitzpatrick's a free agent. And at 10 is Daniel Jones, who is another draft prospect. So this is their list, 1 through 10, who you, they think teams should go for. Yeah, I don't agree with that list. I think ha- uh, Dwayne ha- Haskins, how do you say his name? Haskins. Haskins and uh, Kyle Murray Haskins, need to be yeah. way up that list. 1 there. and 2. Way up that list. 
I'd rather have those two young guys throw my Foles. chips you know to them. And then Teddy and, Bridgewater. And, and I then want Nick Foles and then Tyrod Taylor to me before Teddy Bridgewater with Teddy Bridgewater right in there. Before McCown, Fitzpatrick. I love you, Fitzpatrick, but you want to They're throw, not accounting right, age yeah, in no, for that. No, yeah, I can't but do it. In Josh McCown and Fitzpatrick are 8 and 9. Kyle Murray is right, is right in front. Yeah, he's got to be, but Kyle Murray's got to be ahead of the other guys that you named before. Tyrod Taylor? Yes. Robert Griffin Jr. Uh, yes. the third? Why yes. do I keep on saying Jr.? Robert Griffin the third shouldn't be on that list. No. He's shouldn't. a free agent. Mm. That's I agree. why. I know. I, I'm saying. I would go with the two young guys first, and then Nick Foles I'd make a move for. Um, but then other than that, I, and, and I, I honestly think that the Ravens should go for Tyrod Taylor. Bring him back. Give him a, give him a backup plan to Lamar Jackson. What's the backup plan right now? There is none. You're going to need Run the one. ball every single have, play. Nah, it ain't going to happen. We have no Ryan Mallett. Right. Bring in Tyrod I know, Taylor. I don't even know who the heck we have, actually. Bring him in. Who is another running back. Yeah. Allow <laughs> him to Mallet, be the, uh, the backup. That dude been kicked off of 14 teams. Because he's eventually going to need him. <laughs> You're eventually going to need Tyrod Taylor. That's why, So I think he should be off the board and Tyrod go there. Tyrod Taylor didn't play terrible until he got hurt. And it was a tough no, situation yeah, for him. And, and that, that was Baker's team from the beginning. That was Baker's team from the jump. And they should have started with Baker. And I, I, listen, whatever. They didn't. It worked out the way it was supposed to. But Tyrod could still play. All right, so. running back, obviously number one, free agent is Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Two is Josh Jacobs, a draft prospect from uh, um, Alabama. Right. Three is Daryl Henderson. Another a lot of draft uh, draft prospects for mm-hmm. the running backs is Daryl Henderson. Yep. You got Mark Ingram, who, at, who sits at four, who is yep. a free agent. Yeah. Where do you guys think he's gonna? You think he's gonna stay the with Saints. the Saints? You think they'll manage to keep him? Yeah. Yeah. Something makes me think that they, the more I think about, it, the more I say I think he stays there. It makes sense for him. It makes they sense for them. They have unfinished business. Yeah, it makes sense for both of them. I agree. At five is another free agent, Tevin Coleman. You think he stays or you think he moves on? No, he's he goes. Yeah, he's the, out. The Falcons are are clearing out cap space as we speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think he goes. He's got to go somewhere. He deserves to go somewhere, and I think wherever he goes. Pending, he don't have to be like the star of the show. He could he could be the running back, get his get his runs in, get a couple catches. You know, he's got good receivers around him, a solid quarterback. I think he could definitely flourish. Yeah. I right. would like him. I mean, I wouldn't like him here mm-hmm. because it's literally our rivals. But he would be a great spot for the Panthers to Panthers. play across from McCaffrey. Yeah, and McCaffrey. Yeah, I different agree. kind of runner. Mm-hmm. See, I I was staying in the same division, but I was going to the Buccaneers. I think he'd be a great fit over there. He's the number one over there, though. Yeah, he could be the number one. I believe he could be a number one, though. Because I I don't think that the Buccaneers will be able to get Bell. I know that's some someone said that, Mm -hmm. which is still possible. I feel like Coleman ends up there, though. Mm -hmm. That's the team that will fit with him. Mm -hmm. Play with Bruce Arian. I think that that's a good fit for him. Yeah, I like what the Falcons are doing. Can I just say they cleared out fifteen million already. They got rid of Poole. They're they're not going to sign. They got rid of somebody else too. That I can't quite uh, think of right now, but they're doing all that so they could give Julio the contract that he deserves. So yeah. I'm happy with yeah, it. Yeah, he needs that. He needs that. And the the guys that the guys that parting ways with don't make or break them. Right. You know. And I trust Dan Quinn to draft defensive 100%, players. Hundred percent. I trust him with the whole operation. All right, I'm actually got to go after Le'Veon Bell there, in my opinion. Uh, everyone's got to make a move for him who needs something. The guy's top-notch player. Um, he, um, the young guys, I don't know much about. I will in a couple weeks when I watch the uh, NFL Combine. That's where I get all my guys and start to develop my opinions on them and stuff like that and see what's going on. I'm a big, like, 
watch the film type guy, like whatever I see on the highlight that they're going to show. And then, you know, then the athletic ability and that stuff comes in after that. But I, I think Ingram, like Frankie was saying too, stays there. Coleman ends up, like I said, the breakdown I said a couple minutes ago. So I don't think it's a big running back class. I was talking about this today um, with one of my – one of my um, one of the teachers at school, and uh, we we were just saying, like, you know, not a big running back class, more of a defensive, couple wide receivers in there, but what else I you agree. got? I mean, the rest of the running back lists are actually college prospects. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually just going to skip over yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So the only other free agent guy that was on here that's worth talking about is Jay Ajayi. Mm-hmm. What do you think about him? you think he still has anything left in him? you think, you think you know— He's young, no? I, yeah, like, really young. I, I agree, but— He's look, a good once, fit somewhere. He— I mean, I was never a fan of him. He had, like, I mean, I think we talked about it in this podcast. You guys are. and like, his, I'm not a huge fan of him. But the one year when he was in Miami, he had those two back-to-back, like, 200-yard games or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Which was, like, a crazy stat. But once he came to Philly, he, di- he didn't really do much. You know, like, he he's not. Well, he was hurt. I know. Yo, running backs, and this is not my hate on Philadelphia, but my running yes, back. Yes, it is. That, that's, a, that's a clear fact. <laughs> will go to Philadelphia after 100%. they had a career somewhere else, no longer have a career. I agree. Look at what uh, happened to DeMarcus Murray. Uh, yeah. What's his name? DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray. Jay Ajayi. They, they don't get anybody else. Those are the only like names they get to go there, and they just don't do whatever reason. With that being said, DeMarco Murray played for Chip Kelly. That was a stupid move. He should have known not to go there. Chip Kelly didn't know what to do with that. Um, and Jay Ajayi, you know, is just like, I don't know. He couldn't figure out how to play there for some reason. Or they didn't give him enough burn. I don't know what it is. It's not. I was just throwing that poke in there in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I love you. I ain't mad at no, you. No, you don't. <laughs> also it's okay. Definitely doesn't. Also true. Um, so, I, I don't know. Uh, he's got to end up somewhere. I think he's somewhere. He ends up on some team. I think Tevin Coleman, another team. Uh, Detroit, I still don't know if Detroit has a running back. I know they got that rookie who played really well, but I think Detroit still needs a lot of things, and maybe they go after some guys. They jump out of nowhere and start making moves. You know, Matt Patricia, seeing what the Patriots could do. Maybe he builds through, obviously, um, free agents and draft and, you know, got that mentality, but just picks and chooses some guys to get there maybe play with Stafford and capitalize on that sooner than later. Interesting. Yeah. Well, now wide receivers. Yeah. Th- this is actually a pretty good list. So number one is Antonio uh, Antonio Brown mm. saying to try to trade for him. Number two is Deshaun Jackson, who's yeah. a trade candidate. Mm. Who I think didn't he say say he wanted out? Yeah, he's out. Three is Golden Tate, who's a free agent. Well, I think they didn't they cut Jackson. I don't know. Did, did they yet? If it says here, yeah. and, and I just got this article from yeah. today, it says trade candidates. Uh, so I'm not sure. A.B. Jackson, who else is on that list? Golden Tate. Okay. Who was a free agent. Yeah, yeah. Tyrell Williams is a free agent. Yep. The wide receiver from San Diego. Ch- San Diego. John Brown's a free agent. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Then you got a couple uh, college prospects here. Marquise Brown, the yeah. number one guy coming out of Oklahoma. Right, who got the foot surgery. Yep. Uh, D.K. Metcalf. Yeah, I, that dude is an absolute... Beast. Yeah. Did you see the size no, of him? No, I haven't. You well, Google. it says right here he's 6'4", 230 pounds. Yeah, he looks, like a, he looks like a linebacker. Golden Tate should end up somewhere. He's a good possession receiver. He could end up somewhere really good. I think he does end up on a team that really could use him, like that's contending, you know? Somewhere. Really good I, two or three Yeah, I don't at know, this point right. in his career. Even Indianapolis, I should look at him, you know what I'm saying? Help him out, you know, him, A.B., and T.Y. Hilton over there or get somebody. 
Um, Deshaun Jackson, I like to see him with a team that could really use him too. I think another veteran guy who goes to try to win a chip at this point in his career, not so much looking for the money. I think the perfect spot for him is the Cowboys. Deshaun Jackson. Because then he could be the one to stretch the field, and Amari Cooper could be the route runner. Yeah, yeah, I would love it. I'd absolutely love it. I think there's a chance he goes back to Philly, though. Wow. He's, al- he's always loved Philadelphia. Philadelphia has always loved him. I think there's a really good chance he ends up back there. Carson Wentz, Say the Eagles Alshon Jeffrey. Tate, yeah. And, you know, and De- Deshaun Jackson, Jackson Yeah, man. A good pickup. Put that 10 jersey back on and fly You Eagles, know the Cowboys fly. cut Terrence Williams? Yeah, had to. Yeah, Needed to. obviously. Peace. Uh, the next one on this list is Devin Funches, a free agent. Mm-hmm. Robbie Anderson's a free agent from the Jets. Yeah. And at 10 is Dante Moncrief, a free agent. Wow. Robbie Robbie Anderson, man, is a good receiver. Tall guy. Don't really get to see that on TV as much. He's fast, too. Yeah, very fast. Good receiver. Moncrief, good receiver. A lot of good guys out there that teams can get and add to their squad and really make a difference on their team. There's a weird thing that's that's happening in the league with those kind of receivers, though, like, uh, Will Fuller, Pettis, uh, Robbie Anderson—they're really fast and they're really good, but they get injured a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they need to put on some size. I I think that that kind of frame worked for them in college, but in the pros, they need to put on some weight. Mm-hmm. There's something. There's, I don't know if that's what it is. There's something going on with that with that speedy, fast you know receiver. They need to I don't know figure out how to run another route or something like that too. You know what I'm saying? Besides the home run touchdown route. <laughs> I think they're capable of it. I think Fuller and I think um, Anderson, you know, I think those guys. And Pe- I don't know about Pettis yet. Pettis wasn't the greatest receiver uh, in Washington when he was there. Like, he was a deep threat guy. But Fuller played, could do everything in Notre Dame, you know what I'm saying, with the deep threat being his specialty. And Anderson, too. I think they're good guys. They got to just – they got to end up, you know. Fuller's fine in a good spot. In Houston, but Robbie Anderson needs to end up but, somewhere. But two years in a row now, and yeah, no, with he's, injuries. Yeah, he's in. A, he's a weird injury. Robbie Anderson at least been, has been playing. Will On Fuller, and off, but Will yeah. Fuller has been out like the most out of a ton of his, these receivers out there. Him and John Ross are like, where are they? They're half the year they're there. John I Ross know. never plays. Crazy Another speedy guy. Both both have potential. To be yeah, uh, good good wide receiver. Definitely. Anyway. Respect the chat podcast, episode 47, y'all. Tune in. Keep it rolling. Just, I just like to let people know what's popping. I'm just letting people know what's going on. I mean, on, I man. am this passing is it. the torch right this now. This is the Respect the Chat podcast, man. Let them know. Let them know what's popping. We're here, up in your ear. Get sti- <laughs> this is my favorite moment of the podcast. You know why? Because I passed the torch to Frank, and I actually make him uh, host a section of the podcast. Yo, you know, I wanted you know, you, to... Before Frank Frank's not available this, right now. Before we do this, um, were we going to discuss that dream three-point contest? You want to talk about that? I kind of cut it out. No, I want to talk you about, talk about this that. This is why. And I think Frankie would like it, too. Okay. But ahead. I made a dream skills contest and a dream dunk contest. Okay. So that's why so I want to talk about it. All right. I'll read the— Real quick. Frank, saved you. Saved you, though. I'm coming back Because I don't Frank. even know what— We oh, got yeah. the right. brand new flavor in your air. <laughs> All right. Brand new flavor. I don't in even your know air. where Who I got sings this that from. Song? I don't know. Flavor in your ear? I don't know. Come on, man. Flavor Flav? Nah, Craig Mack. Dang. Craig, I, I got to put you all I don't even know who man. that is. I mean, got all right, anyway. New... You're old as hell, get, though. Let's get back Definitely. to this dream <laughs> three point contest. Shout out to everybody who's out there who's 35 and <laughs> rocking. 35 is what you want to go with? 
That's how old I am, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. How about right, the video right. I sent you of the of Mike hitting the heavy oh, bag? Hilarious. I'll have to post that somehow so people can see. So you can catch me three, four days a week <laughs> in Aunt Joe and Uncle uh, uh, Aunt Joe and Uncle Frank's garage hitting the heavy bag like Tyson. From back in the day. I, or actually, I'll post a video of actually what he looks like. Or Jason yeah, yeah, Bourne. no, definitely. I would love that. Shots, you know what video hooks. I'm talking about, right? Yeah, so funny. So funny. Go ahead, Because I, I see all these things on Instagram that I want to send to Mike, and I'm like, He can't get it. I can't even. So <laughs> Yo, I just send them to crying. you and hope that you show him. Listen, for all the listeners out there, Mike has no type of social media, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, he gets all nothing. His, he actually zero. gets most of his news from us. Yeah, zero. Fake news and news that I don't want to hear. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay, what you got? All right, well, I'm going to go over the, the dream three-point contest. Right. And I think it's from ESPN. I don't know where I got this list This is list really, from. really cool. So their dream three-point contest contestants would be Ray Allen, yes. Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. Larry Bird, Kyle Cover, Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Dirk Nowitzki, Peja Stoyakovich. Thank you, Mike. Clay Thompson and Steve Nash. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. would have been a that yeah, would that's be a, they, didn't, they didn't yeah. miss one person. They Finally, didn't a good miss list. An individual who I the only guy I said I would add is Jason Terry, who's fifth all time um, okay. in career three pointers in a single season made. I think he made like two thousand. Wow. Crazy. Um Jason but but I would leave him out because those guys, Peja Stoyakovich, bro. Play for the Kings for a really long time. Wet all day, <laughs> all day. Like there's guys on that list that are so good. Reggie Miller and and Steve uh, Stephen Curry and Steve, Steve Kerr. Nash and Steve Kerr, Clay Thompson. I mean, th- th- Larry Bird, right, is on that list. Yep, yep. Th- who was the other guy? Ray Allen. Like, come on, man. Reggie Miller. What a great list. Absolutely great. Okay, killed so, it. So I said to myself, what would be my dream skills contest? All right. So hear me out first, then you then you can let me know what you think. Kyrie Irving, Allen Iverson, Jason White, Chocolate Williams, All right. John Stockton, Steph Curry, Jason Kidd, Russell Westbrook, and Derrick Rose. That's my dream skills contest. Wow, that's pretty spot on, Mike. Right? I'm loving that. I'm impressed with that. Those are my guys, right? So there, I'm, I'm trying to think of someone right now, and I can't think of anybody else I would like to see in that thing. You know, LeBron would be cool, I guess, because he could do everything yeah. as well, but. That'd be pretty cool, but like I got it. LeBron for this another what? the dunk contest, obviously. right? So okay, everyone okay. So that was, I, I just wanted to throw yeah. that out there. Dream dunk contest: Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Vince Carter, Dominique Wilkins, Tracy McGrady, uh, Devin Mitchell. Is that his name? Donovan yep. Donovan, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I said Tracy McGrady. Uh, J.R. Ryder. That's my man who put the ball through his legs the first time ever and jammed it. We got to get you. We got to get y'all in J.R. Ryder and Nate Robinson. Nate like, Robinson. I like that yeah. too. The little man. That's a that's a good one. You know, uh, Donovan Mitchell said that he'll do the three point contest next year if Giannis does it. That's cool. The dunk contest. The dunk or contest. The dunk contest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know who I think you should put on there. Donovan Mitchell's got to be in the dunk contest. Just yeah. because. When I see, when, when, if I would have got to have these guys here, like these guys are cramming it, flying through the air. You know, you could add, yo, I was going to add Dwight Howard. I loved when Dwight Howard was in the dunk right? contest. Blake Griffin when he did it. Blake Griffin. Zach Levine and Zach Aaron Levine. Gordon when they did it. Yes. You know, like you need guys like There's that. There's a lot of guys in this. Spud Webb was really cool as the short guy. Kobe. Jamming from back in the day. Kobe won a, won a dunk contest before. 
but just like th- that would be my, that would be my group of guys. What there, about man. Durant? Nah. Did he offer anything to that? Nah, nah right. he don't want to see nothing. He got to do. He just flies <laughs> through the air real quick. Boom, that's all. Young Shaq. These guys, no. Nah. Yeah, he can't. These get guys up. are just <laughs> freakishly like crazy dunk guy. And I, the reason why I picked these guys is because these guys, like, with the with the exception of LeBron, because LeBron is the only guy on my list that hasn't been in the dunk contest. Jordan was in, Carter was in, Wilkins was in, Nate Robinson, J.R. Ryder, T. Mac, and Mitchell were all in, and every one of those guys but Tracy McGrady won the dunk contest. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure J.R. Ryder won the year that he went through the legs. He was the first guy to go through the legs and jam it. But um, having LeBron in there, all those guys could offer something crazy. In the dunk contest, like they could, they could jump out of the building. They could fly through the air. They could do freakishly athletic things, and they did it in dunk contests. Where I watched, where I was like, man, I, I didn't see that before. I didn't think the dude could do that before. That's why I put those guys in it together. You know who I think could bring a lot to the dunk contest? A lot of hype. Who? Just because of his like his attitude. My man, Russell attitude. Westbrook. I think Russell Westbrook could yeah. could, could do something crazy in the dunk I ain't contest. I'm mad at that. I don't think he's as creative though. No, like he's a powerful. I think like the time that you were talking about though, there was that kind of that was what was getting people interested in basketball, right? Mm. They had those N one tapes. People were doing like all this creative, crazy to my stuff, Lou and, the, and all them guys. And, remember them? And that's what was in. So people like really thought about different types of dunks that they could do in those contests. Now it's like. Let's see how high I could jump. And you're jumping over people, and you're, like, dressing up as people. And I got no problem with all of that, but it's, like, not where I'm about. But, yeah, I really had fun with that, man. I really, really did. Here's I, my question. Yeah. I, I I just thought of this right now. I know we we all say we want to see LeBron in the dunk contest. Do you kind of think it's a little too late in his career to, to do that? Nah. You you would still be as— Want to see yeah. it. Want to yeah. see it. Okay. Because when I see him jamming a game, I know he could—or, like, in practice— or just to pick up games, messing around on one of his kids' like games, and the kids are throwing, you know, alley oops off the backboard to him. Crazy, crazy. How about the Steph Curry pass to Giannis in the yeah, All Star game? Well, that was insane. Did you, more impressive was how high Giannis got. Giannis got, yeah. and he's still very tall. But he even got like a guy that big shouldn't be able to jump that <laughs> high in the air. Did you know that Zion had a dunk contest in high school oh, yeah. with the guy that won the dunk contest this year? Yep. And I believe and Zion won. Did you? Did you? Yeah, he did. Because yep. the other guy made a statement that he wants a rematch next year when Zion comes to the league. That dude will get smashed. Did you guys? He won see? the NBA dunk contest this year. Yeah. Though. yeah, nah, he ain't got nothing on Zion. Did you guys see the highlight of this dunk contest? Yes, I have. Insane. Yes, it was better than the NBA dunk contest. He's, these two, he's it was so insane. big, and his bounce off the floor. And that was a high school dunk it's contest. Just boing. Yeah, don't matter what dunk contest it is, he wins. Yo, insane. Listen, yo, I was gonna put him on my list. Zion. Yeah. Is. I crossed that, and I was gonna put him on my list, but I was like, I don't know if I could do that yet because he's not in it. But I would, I, that would honestly be another guy I'd put as my dream guy on the list because I know he's gonna do it too. I oh, know definitely. he's gonna do it when definitely. he comes in. All he right, definitely ain't gonna be in the three point contest. Frank, warm up for <laughs> <laughs> the skills contest. Warm up, Frank. I'm passing the torch. All right, what, right, we got? Ready. what are we doing on time? How are we doing on time? We're, we're good. What well, does that mean? You yo. say that every week, but I don't. I don't hear one fourteen. We All got right. like 15 minutes left to talk. Oh, we got 15 minutes. Let's roll. What and we got, I, Frank? I always pass this to Frank. Let's go, Frank. 
Hit us up with some fights coming up, Frank. Coming up or any fight, yeah, fight, 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 fight. Or here, fights. you know what? I'll 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 start the fight, the the UFC. No, no, no. Let me break down the fights that just happened, and then that'll okay. give me enough time to hopefully look up some All right. fights. I'm gonna well, no. well I want to talk about the the, oh. the the results of the Kane, Vasquez, and okay. Francis fight. Go ahead. But, oh, Mike, you have Chris, No, I just want to say, respect the chat. We also do <laughs> UFC and MMA stuff. So if you're into that or you're not into it yet, listen. You will learn a little something and give it a little time. It's on ESPN now. If you see me in, in, out there, you know, uh, in the schools or whatnot, and you're one of my fans that listen or you just see us at a family reunion and whatnot, ask us about it because so, I want more people to get into it. I agree. I really do. So, I'm okay. really pumped that, that you guys got me in, uh, involved as much as you guys did. Definitely. You know, like I, I was always on the outskirts. I would watch it, but mm-hmm. I never really got into it as much as you two did. Right. And it's so much more fun watching, you know, the, the, the fights with a little bit more knowledge of it and – and you know, watching it with YouTube is is is, is awesome too. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah. But uh, let's let's talk about the 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 Kane fight real quick. Though when when he uh, supposedly got knocked out by Francis, in my opinion, I watched that fight. He did get clipped. Francis did Francis did clip him right, mm-hmm. and they're saying that's what made his that's what made his legs buckle and that's what injured his knee. But I honestly don't. I didn't see it as like a dominant strike or or fight by Francis. You know, like I think I just think it was. Bad luck for Kane. It definitely wasn't a dominant fight for anyone. But everyone's saying, "Oh, this is like this is like his seventh win in like the first thirty seconds of a fight." Francis, yeah, it's yeah. insane. Like this oh, guy he hits is, a, you, is a monster. It's like a, a thunder strike to the head. Joe Rogan said that this is like he is the most. Uh, I forget his exact words, but like fierce fighter he's ever seen in mm-hmm. a ring. Yeah, Joe Rogan gets happy he on guys sometimes. I love you, Joe. Um, I think sometimes he gets super j- jacked up about guys like that. And he is right, though. The guy's explosive. The guy is an animal. The guy is up and coming and rolling, you know. But we've seen what happens when he gets in there against guys who are really good fighters. And not that Kane isn't, but I think Kane it hasn't been in the octagon in a while, and he needed to shake them bugs out. And and I heard Kane's coach say that he thinks that he kind of got clipped in the back of that head, which is an illegal strike. Okay. On that, and then dropped him. I think it was more of his knee got hurt yeah. than anything else. It was twisted on that. So I was just a little disappointed because I really wanted to see that fight. Me too. And I really wanted to see what it was. Twenty six so. seconds, I believe. But yeah. I also think in the in the in the bigger picture for Francis, mm-hmm. is I think he kind of needed this win to get his his uh get him back. You know where 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 he needs to be. He had that that tough loss against was it Stipe where he got like manhandled. Where, yeah, the, what, yeah. the, where, where he lost really bad, and yeah, then, like, Steve he came back the next fight, and he was really shy. He, remember, it was like a boring fight. Was that yeah, against Derek, Derek Lewis? Lewis? Yeah, it was a boring fight, and then he got back in the ring, and he beat Curtis Blades. Mm-hmm. And he said that he started getting his like his rhythm back. And yeah. I just feel like getting a win against Kane, which wasn't really, I mean, it wasn't that big, like a long of a fight. It was only twenty six mm-hmm. seconds, but I just think mentally wise, it gives you. Gives you that, you know, and I, I, I think he can make a good push at being the heavyweight champ. I think he could too. I agree with you. So I, I, I think DC is gonna fight one more time. Probably gonna be that Brock fight, and then I think, I think he's young enough, and he has, he, he's, he has the, the, uh, I, I, I just think he, he has what it takes to be the next champ. Okay, I like it. I like it. That was really the only fight to. There's a couple yeah, of good much. fights on there, but for the average fan, yet you can't really talk about that. But check out Crone Gracie. He won his fight. He's going to be an up-and-coming guy there. Um, that's the result of that. But other than that, 
there's no really reason to talk about that card other than those fights. You know what I'm saying? I think we should just really hype up UFC 235. That's coming up in two weeks. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Is that what Frankie's doing? You ready over there? Yeah, you want all fight announcements or you just want me to talk about this card? What's right. this? Talk about what you got on your phone there first. I want to hear what that is. And then if we didn't cover them, then we'll cover them on talking about the two, the newest UFC coming up next weekend. All right. Just some like uh, upcoming fight news. Gasolone versus Stylebender is booked for yep. an interim title fight. Great. That's a great fight. Yes. Great fight. Um, uh, What's his name? Also got a fight. And Anderson Silva against a guy I don't know in yeah. Brazil. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be his probably final match in his hometown of Brazil. That's where he grew up, whatever that fight is going to be yep. in Brazil. I think, I think that's why they gave him that Yeah, fight. I like that. Just some fights to look out for. You got Darren Till versus Masvidal, March, 20, uh, March 16th. That's mm. an amazing fight. Yes, agreed. Oof. Um, Thompson versus Pettis is a 23rd. Oof. That's a great fight. Both of those fights that Frankie just mentioned are going to literally be kickboxing or boxing matches all all round. And it can be many takedowns. Barbosa versus Gaethje is the 30th. Another stand-up and That's bang. on regular ESPN. Nice. Justin Gaethje. That's my dog. Barbosa's mine. That's me going against Rich right there. <laughs> and that's about it for, like, the, the current fights. Okay. So you want to break down this card? Yeah, let's we'll we'll, we'll start hyping this card up. I mean, this yeah. card is probably... The best card all year. If you're not a UFC fan, you can be a UFC fan overnight if you tune into this because that's the potential it has. And for the everyday UFC fan, this is going to be a great card for a lot of opinions. I know there's a lot of people out there who I haven't bunked into in a while who I know I want to hear what their opinion is about this. Sally Knuckles, Aaron, my man, you know, your boy yep. Aaron from the gym, I know he's got to have an opinion on this. Um, there's a couple other people here and there about you know what they think these fights are going to turn into, but this is a this is a card. Go ahead, Frank. And maybe we'll have Sal on the uh, the week before the fights to yeah, kind of break down says. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't want to write Zabit's whole name on here. I don't know how to say. <laughs> Yo, if, if you could pronounce that, my go man, go ahead. We got about five minutes left, and that's the him. only one on the prelims that was worth even talking about. So that's why that's the main event oh, Zab- for the prelims. Zabit versus Jeremy Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, is isn't that? Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but isn't that uh, Khabib's? No, no. This from maybe they're the from same the same country. area, yeah. but Zabit actually trains in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay, with Frankie Edgar and all of them. Yeah. Okay, um, that that's an easy fight for Zabit, honestly. I believe. Mm. I think Zabit won that too. Yeah, I hate Jeremy Stevens. Um, Who the fuck is that? That's I always gotta say time. that. I always gotta. Say, I said. <laughs> I know what you said. I know you got to practice that when it's you say it. It's implied, though. <laughs> yeah. Also. It's definitely implied. It's okay. This is a PG rating, nah, dog. We're good. This is a PG right. rating. Oh, what did I do? I lost everything. Oh, uh, Garbrandt in his fight back. Yeah. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how he bounces back. I feel bad for the person that he fights because <laughs> he's going to no take. We give no respect to that guy. Pedro what? Moon? We've said this Munoz? fight like three or four times on this. We never say the other guy. But we just say Cody Garbrandt. <laughs> Cody's ready to take all his anger and frustration oh, yeah. out on somebody. I'm, I'm, it just I'm happens to, to be that. that guy. Yeah. I think he's going to set the tone for this whole pay-per-view. Yeah. Cody Garbrandt, another guy that the fans could jump on the bandwagon. That guy is, like, appealing to people. His fighting style is appealing to people. He's, you know, th- that's a guy who people, the average fan, could gravitate And he's just a great overall towards. dude. Like, remember yeah, when he 100%. won the belt? Or did he win the belt? When, yeah, when he yeah. beat Dominic Cruz, he yeah. won the belt. And he, he had his that, that kid come in, Max, and he gave the belt to. Yeah. Like, the kid he's kind of a mentor. He told that kid, you beat, you fight cancer, and I'll, f- I'll fight to get the belt, and we'll both 
reunite in the in the octagon again. He was always in touch with him. So great yep. guy, Cody Garbrandt, hundred percent. Yeah, that that kid walks to every fight with him. Yep. Um, I'm gonna skip past the Tisha Torres fight yeah, because okay. that's gonna be like a a Muay Thai fight, and it'll be interesting to watch, but not really on anybody's radar. Mm-hmm. Um, Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren. Yeah, Ben Askren's first fight from one FC into the UFC. Ben Askren is undefeated. In another, it's like Bellator and stuff like that. We were talking about last episode with Chris Brown. It's a different division of mixed martial arts, like the UFC, you know, is. Uh, bro, I hope that Robbie Lawler brings the heat oh, he's against this dude and drags this guy into the deep, dark waters of Robbie Lawler that you don't want to be in. If you don't know about Ben Askren, I, I read some kind of crazy stat actually this week. I believe it was in his last five fights, he's been hit with a punch twice. Yeah, he hasn't fought Robbie Lawler, though. No, definitely not. Definitely not UFC no. competition. But not only does he win every fight, but he barely gets hit. Yeah. And it's through wrestling. He's he's kind of like, he fights kind of like Khabib. Yeah. He is a top level D1, you know, collegiate. All-American wrestler in every sense of it. Um, wrestled that I believe Oklahoma State, possibly. I don't know. I, I could be totally off there, but it. You just threw out of college. I did. <laughs> and like one of Oklahoma, the best ones, yeah. you know, Penn State, Ohio Go State, with it. Iowa, one of the, all the best ones. Whatever it is, whatever he is, <laughs> he went to one of the really good ones. But yo, huge decorated wrestler, and that's what he banks on. You know what I'm saying? He don't want to stand and bang, but Robbie Lawler, man, he'll defend the takedown. He'll crack you. He's gonna drag you into the dark waters, Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler never really the same after that Rory fight, so it'll be interesting to see how he. Yes, Robbie Laura did lose to Tyron Woodley, who is Ben Askren's training partner. So look for a similar fight, but let's see what happens. Ben Askren don't want to bang. I got Robbie Lawler on that. Woodley versus Usman. If you want to take a nap during this, any part of this card. This might be it. This well, might, this one yes. might be the one that puts you to sleep. Yes. I don't think it's going to, though. I think it's going to be exciting. I think Woodley has something to prove. I think he's in. The, I think these both these guys. We say that every time. We, do. we really do. Every we give time. This guy we so I'm gonna give him one credit. more shot. I'm gonna give him one more shot. We and say then this that's too it. every time. Yeah. We, we do. One more well, shot. This is it. This is the final straw. Now it's over after this Woodley. We need the old Woodley back. Come in and knock this guy out, man. Show this guy what's up. I'm gonna be rooting for Woodley in this one. Woodley's a better fighter all around. Yeah. I, I I know I know all the hype and everything, but I don't even really see this as a fight. From the outside looking in. It might be a takedown battle. A ground and pound smash. Something crazy might happen. Ty- Tyrone don't want to take him down. He's just going to wait to land the big punch. Yeah. And he's going to get it. Woodley will smash your face in on the ground now. Oof. If he gets you down, he'll smash you up. Yeah, the- but he doesn't need to. No, he you know, doesn't he, need to. Because he could he take... He's His takedown defense is one of the best in the UFC, yeah. I think. And yeah. Usman only depends on the takedown. Yeah. He yeah. can't strike. Yeah, so for Woodley, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Just stand and bang with him. All right, I like it. Which is a championship fight. Woodley yes. is the champ. Who's must trying to get the belt? Go ahead. And John Jones versus Anthony Smith. This is that's I, a five round banger. Hundred percent. I, I know Bones Jones is gonna win this fight, but don't sleep on this Anthony Smith kid, man. No. He is a beast. This kid, he is, could oh man, brawl. he will swing, he will kick, he will take you down and smash your face. This fight. It has the potential to be insane. Yes. Insane. I hope it is. I'm hope it is. Insane. I want 
I to be honest with you, I would not be mad if this goes five rounds of just a straight brawl and goes to a no. decision. You no, know what I mean? Me, like, I wouldn't be surprised either. I I don't. Th- I'm always I going for that that that, that one punch knockout type thing. Yeah. Like I I like fights like that, uh, but I will. I want to see a five like round a, war. Yeah, war will be great. I I don't think Anthony Smith has fought someone of the level of John Jones. Not many have, but particularly him. I think he can rise to the occasion now, but I think that what that's what keeps John still on top. You know what I'm saying? He's still got that little bit of edge on him in the experience factor, and he's been in those wars. He knows what it's about, but this kid, man, is really good. This is a really good fight that they made. Really good fight. And the main the events belt. have been really letting us down yeah, they have. recently. I think, like, the last three, the Dillashaw one ended in seconds. Yeah. What was the one that we watched here with uh, Ryan? Um, Man, I can't even remember. But the last one, Kane, ended in seconds. Yeah, yeah. These main events, it's been, like, everything leading up and then they're over within like 30 seconds so let, let's hope for a good one yeah definitely what was that fight the, i the, can't the, literally the can't remember the co-main event got canceled because uh uh what's his name Ga- gustafson not gustafson kelvin gastelone versus robert whitaker it was supposed to be right that got it can- was uh silver versus silver versus uh, but that, oh yeah that, that went the distance that yeah, did go the distance, distance, but it was disappointing but, it was, but and it was a three round fight yeah. and that's what was disappointing though is that gasoline and whitaker didn't get the fight injury yeah. real so. quick before we end the podcast one more fight mm-hmm. i i thought it was pretty interested the one you two were talking about talking the, to me about the you other thought night. it was pretty interesting again i did <laughs> i said it again dang I want y'all to count whoever listens out there how many times rich <laughs> says i find it's pretty Let's interesting make this a drinking this game if you're at home yes definitely wow I just thought of that. We yes. could, that's how we could get famous. You didn't think of that. Frankie did. <laughs> right? I the get only, no respect. The only seven-year sober one out of all of us <laughs> has thought of it. Anyway. Still got the sharp mind, though. Here give, we go. <laughs> I'm getting my marbles Talking back. about the fight that's coming up, the big boxing match that you were telling me about the other uh, night. Yo, th- this should be something that a lot of people should know about. Mikey Garcia versus Earl Spence is going to be a crazy good fight. I got fight. two more fights after this Mikey one. Mikey Garcia is moving up two weight classes to fight Earl Spence, who's one of the guys who nobody wants to fight in his weight division. He's dodged and ducked. He's super, super good. He has the belt. Mikey's moving up. He's got a belt as well in his division, Mikey has, but he's going to go up two weight classes. I don't know exactly when that is. I can look it up. Um, but that's going to be a world-class boxing match at its finest. So, unbelievable. And I also made a deal with my wife. This is the deal. <laughs> Whenever fights are on on Saturday, right, she thinks I leave her and I'm, you know, watching the fights. It's something I really love and I want to watch as many as possible because I just love it. And I get to talk about it, but I just love watching them. I told her, you know, it's me. Usually everybody out there, it's me and Frankie. Rich is a better husband than me. He goes home to his wife and that's how I'll explain this. I'll keep your I'll keep your dignity here amongst the listeners. He goes home spends time with his wife. Okay. So, <laughs> I told Corinne, I, I will take you out on Saturday mornings of the fight. We'll get brunch or we'll get breakfast. We'll spend the day out, but please can I watch the fights? 403 Brud. Whatever it is. Whatever you want to go. Whatever you want to go. I'll treat you so that I could, you know, then at night go watch the fight. But I also think this, Frank. I think we got to step up our fight game. We've been slacking the last couple. We got the wackest chips, fight chips. Yeah. The wackest. And we got no pizza. pizza. We got leftover terrible mushroom and spinach pizza. We got to step up our fight game. For March 2nd, we got to do something. I don't know what it is. How about some buffalo chicken dip? Maybe we get some frozen snacks and heat those up. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean whip it up for you guys? 
I'm going to be here for that fight. So I will make us buffalo chicken dip. Okay. I was going to suggest, why don't we get some wings? Yeah, we got to we got to we got to wings. We got to up up. We got to up. Why don't the you Andy. invite the wifeies to the to the to this the is boxing a, this party? Is, this is a good card for them to watch. This this might get them hooked. It might. It definitely might. You know so what? It, we'll try it. That's really good. But what is interesting to you, Rich? You said this is very interesting <laughs> to me before I cut No, you no. Off. What I was saying was 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 interesting was oh, this the boxing matchup match. Okay, that yes. You, that, that you right. were talking okay, about. Okay, Frank, the what's night. the other two matches you got? Uh, all right. So, Top Rank signed Tyson Fury to a multi-fight deal. Yes. And they just sent over a contract to Wilder. In that contract is the rematch first. So, that'll be on Top Rank, which is nice, free Perfect. on ESPN. Yeah. Great for everybody. Um the other one is Lomachenko. You know, you know how Lomachenko rolls. He books a fight yep. against nobody yeah, because nobody wants opponent, to fight him. Yeah. And then eventually they find a poor soul that'll step in the ring against him. And they him. have. And they have. And I don't know that guy's name, but <laughs> I feel bad for him. <laughs> He's going to be disposed of anyway. Vasily Lomachenko, people out there, YouTube him, check him out. People who are not big on boxing. This is the portion, and in, in, we leave it for last, but we should stick it in the middle so people hear about this and become more fans about it because boxing and MMA is on another level right now. It's rising. There's a lot of big stars out there that you could watch and be, you know, and get hooked on, man. So it's going to be really cool. And then the third one is Anthony Joshua versus Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller. Sally That's Sal's boy yeah. from Brooklyn. Yes. That's a huge fight in the mm-hmm. garden. I believe they'll try to set up winner of that versus winner of Fury Joshua. Yeah. I mean, uh, Wilder. Wilder. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. But all great fights. Definitely, man. Without a doubt, man. Great episode. Rich, you got something? Go ahead. I just want this a reminder. We're going to keep this tournament going. Yes, we are. Every other day, I'm going to be posting about matchup. Yes. Please, if you see it on our story, just vote. All you got to do is click on one or the other, whoever player it is. Don't just look at it and skip by. Vote yeah. for a player. We're trying to get everyone involved here. We're trying to make this a legit tournament. So just, just stay tuned to that. Like I said, every other day, I'm posting a new matchup, and we'll, we'll have a champion soon. Yes, we will. We're kicking that flavor in your air, y'all. Like Craig Mack, respect the chat podcast, episode 47. Peace.